0: Collaborations are huge, um, and really the way that science should be done is getting as many people with as many good ideas as possible to be able to, to push it farther than, you know, anyone could do on their own. Um, the, the main collaboration that I was a part of was the uh, one of the science investigation teams for the Roman Space Telescope. Um, that has since dissolved, but is coming back in a new form in the near future. Um, But being able to work with many other people on that uh, uh, front was very, you know, we we communicated. We had telecons and meetings in person and being able to collaborate and talk to people and get new ideas, fresh perspectives when you're really stuck on a problem is, yeah, is key.
1: You're listening to Further Together, the O-R-A-U podcast. Join Michael Holtz and his guests for conversations about all things O-R-A-U, They'll talk about ORAU's storied history, our impact on an ever-changing world, our innovative scientific and technical solutions for our customers, and our commitment to the communities where we do business. Welcome to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. Welcome
2: to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. Recently, I had the opportunity to speak with several NASA National Postdoctoral Program research fellows about the amazing work that they're doing. And I got to tell you, I think you'll agree with me. Their work is amazing, and it's a very interesting. If you're a space junkie like I am, you're going to nerd out on these conversations. Enjoy. So, uh, Dr. Samson Johnson, talk to me a little bit about who you are, your current role with the NASA MPP fellows program and a little bit about your background. How did you get to where you are? Um,
0: yeah, yeah. So my story, I, I grew up in Montana, um, in Missoula, Montana, and I went to my hometown university for my undergraduate. Um, that's the University of Montana. And then from there, I did a, a year off in between my undergrad and graduate studies Uh, where I still had to work in astronomy, um, but then moved on to Ohio State University, uh, where I did my graduate studies uh, with uh, Scott Gowdy on microlensing and the detection of exoplanets. So my work there was all about getting uh, preparations done for the upcoming Nancy Grace Roman Space Telescope, so that'll be launching in 2026, 2027. Okay. Um, and one of its big components is is a, a microlensing study for for exoplanets. Um, and that's sort of brought me, once I finished up there this summer, um, so I've only been an NPP for, you know, all of like three months, maybe. <laughs> so <laughs> just a little bit. Um, so Excellent. I'm to, um, and yeah, so I've been working on that and also trying to dive into understanding uh, ex, what's exoplanet demographics so you know what, what the population of exoplanets looks like um, so yeah that's that's sort of the nutshell did i miss anything
2: no you didn't um, for the for folks who may know not know this like me um, yep. what is an exoplanet
0: exoplanet yeah that's a, yeah that's a good question so um, it's a a shortened version of extrasolar planet Okay. So all it is is a planet around another star um, other you. than our sun. So we've got our eight planets and we know of, yeah, roughly, well, I don't know. I think the latest number, official number is just over 5,000 or maybe a little bit more. I can't remember. I haven't looked at the, the archive in a while. So we know of quite you. a few of them, um, but, you know, there's still a lot more to learn
2: awesome well and i have to say as a personal side note montana is one of my favorite places in the world oh no way um, yeah have you, have you been to missoula my wife and i have been to um glacier national park a couple of times yep. Yep. and absolutely love it and uh yep. spent some time in missoula as well so
0: yeah yeah there glacier you know. everyone always talks about yellowstone glacier is where it's at Oh, glacier is, is way like i if for wildlife you know geothermal stuff that's that's Yellowstone, but for like good mountains and just beautiful, you know, scenery glacier. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Heaven's Peak is my
2: favorite place in the world. Yep. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> in, in glacier yep. National Park. So um and I have a University of, of Montana um hoodie, actually. So Oh no way. Awesome. <laughs> yep, I do. Go, so, go grizz. <laughs> absolutely. Love, yeah. love, love, love. Um, if we had a choice, Montana would probably be the, be the place I'd retire, but yeah. Uh, I'd have to talk to my wife about that. Yeah. <laughs> <So commence it. laughs> for sure. Um, on a more, ser- more serious and related note, um, has science always been an in interest for you? Um, I, I mean, I sort of have to imagine living in a place with big open skies, you know, especially at night, being able to see so many stars and the planets. So that has to be pretty thrilling, eh? But, um, did that fire your career, you know, fire up your interest, or was this something that came to you at a different point in life?
0: Came to me at a, a different point in life. So, um, one of the, so Montana, growing up in Montana, it's a lot of, I wouldn't say have and have not, but it you have to pay to live there. Um, so I come from like a, a low income background, um, and grew up, uh, pretty hard. I would say I had like a pretty early exposure to drugs and alcohol. I've been I've had a job since I was like 13. Um, And so my yeah, honestly, my remember when I was looking for my first job, my dream career was working at a gas station Um, because you just get to sit behind the counter all day and really I thought you did nothing. But (laughs) um, but then, yeah, you know, long story short, uh, in high school, I, you know, had a lot of people looking out for me. Um, and pushed me in the right direction. And so then I initially went into college thinking I would study physics, okay. um, so, yeah, University of Montana, but there, my undergraduate advisor, Nathan McCready, uh, he uh, convinced me that astronomy is where it's at. And I've, you know, never looked back since. So I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, until later in my undergrad, so it's been a relatively short time. Even though, like you say, like yeah, these beautiful skies, all this, you know, stuff. There's so much nature and beautiful stuff. That was one of the things I did want to get into, was like sort of uh, for like conservation work or like okay. studying like endangered species and stuff. That was my first sort of like my first intro to thinking about science as a career. I would say that was in high school, but then
2: started to move into physics and then astro. Yeah. Gotcha. Awesome. So it sounds like um, as you're talking a little bit about your background, you had some really great mentors early on, as early as high school to sort of help you find your direction. Um, How important has that been to you and how important is it now um, knowing that the NASA MPP is a mentored fellowship program?
0: Um, it was, yeah, it was huge for me. Uh, yeah, the one, one person I definitely want to, you know, always, I always give her credit for everything is, is Mrs. Frank, my freshman year of high school earth science teacher. Uh, at the end of our you know year, she gave me like a letter recommending to me to take, they, they're offering a new sort of science fair type course mm-hmm. at the high school. I can't remember. It was like advanced problems in science. I can't remember it was some, some name. Um, but I like, that was when I was still. You know, I was I was being a ruffie and I was being a a big piece of trouble. But she, I don't know what she saw in me to motivate her to do that. But that sort of you know pushed this tiny little domino and led to you know totally changed the course of my life. So having that person and then you know mentors, other mentors in high school, Kelly Nelson, Brett Taylor, um, and then on into the college, yeah, I, I, and then yeah, every step of the way I've had mentors helping me, uh, you know, make it as far as I have. And so, yeah, it's, it's huge to continue that and, uh, have, you know, continue to have great mentors.
2: Awesome. And have you had the opportunity? And I know you're young in your fellowship, mm-hmm. you know, having only been in it for a few months, but have you had the opportunity to mentor others at this point in your career? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I
0: tried to make that a priority, a priority as soon as I could, um, in okay. my graduate school career. So I've, uh, so, yeah, I've mentored uh, a few undergraduates sort of independently, and those are sort of a research advisor slash mentor role. Um, but then at Ohio State, there's a, a program called Polaris that I've uh, participated in for or I participated in for like, I think, three years, which is targeted towards improving the retainment of like women and undergraduate uh, or, uh, underrepresented minorities in the undergraduate program for physics and astronomy. Okay. So trying to fix leaky pipelines, you know, keep numbers up in those programs, um, to, you know, help students along their first year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, that's, you know, trying to put back in what I've taken out of the system, you know, of trying to mentor people and help them find their way. Yeah. Awesome.
2: I love that. Um, What elements of working in science have you found to be the most empowering for you?
0: Um, hmm, that's I I was, I yeah, I've been rolling around this question. Um, (laughs) I think what I would say is the most empowering is being able to help people in networks or that you know, advisor or mentoring role, trying to you know, help people find their own way in, in the sciences or STEM careers. Um, The other part is being able to chart my own course and like do what I want to do and learn about what I want to learn about and to use my imagination. Um, That's sort of the end goal for me. And, you know, trying to, as I said, help people find that for themselves is, I would say, one of the more empowering things about
2: it. Awesome. Um, And I know, again, you're you're early in your fellowship, having only been there a few Mm -hmm. months, but how what has the impact been? Already, what what kind of impacts are you seeing already in being part of the fellowship program?
0: Yeah, the impacts that I, I've had already, or that, yeah, the way I've been impacted already is that, uh, you know, networking opportunities have opened up. Um, so I'm at, I don't think I, I might've said this, I'm at JPL, so Jet Propulsion Lab. Um, yeah, just networking opportunities, being able to meet people that I've uh, never met before or only run into one or two times at meetings. Um It's nice. I've been able to put a lot of names to faces or faces to names um, and get to meet people and and talk to them. I think that's been, I would say, the biggest impact, um, just broadening, you know, the networking horizons.
2: Um, Samson, you may have talked about this a little bit already, but um, can you talk about a time when you faced a sizable obstacle um, in your work and how you were able to overcome it? I think just life. Like there's so many different
0: life events that happen that trying to be able to juggle, you know, big events in life, whether they're good or bad um, with still trying to keep forward momentum and and work is is always, you know, uh, a very hard uh, it's you're fighting on two fronts at the very least. You know, there's life going on. It's not just, you know, scientists don't just do science in a vacuum where we still have to live. We're still humans. You know, I think that's been the hardest part um yeah, just in general
2: yeah yeah well and and along those lines of science doesn't happen in a vacuum, your work doesn't happen in a vacuum either, right so there's very much a collaborative process in the sciences talk about how you're able to collaborate and how you collaborate with others at JPL yeah in for that matter yep
0: yeah, collaborations are huge um. And really the way that science should be done is getting as many people with as many good ideas as possible to be able to to push it farther than, you know, anyone could do on their own. Um, the, the main collaboration that I was a part of was the uh, one of the science investigation teams for the Roman Space Telescope. Um, that has since dissolved, but is coming back in a new form in the near future. Um, but being able to work with many other people on that uh uh front was very you know we we communicated we had telecons and meetings in person and being able to collaborate and talk to people and get new ideas fresh perspectives when you're really stuck on a problem is yeah is key um yeah i'm trying to think of other collaborations um or did i answer your question even i can't you remember did. now you did and that,
2: that's no that sounds like a great um great collaboration um to discuss. So I, I really yeah. appreciate that. Um, for someone who might be following in your footsteps, what would you talk, what would you say to a young and up and coming scientist?
0: The biggest thing I would say is set your long-term goals, but don't let those distract you from the path that is, you know, unfolding in front of you. Um, always keep an eye on where things are at currently don't get lost 10 years ahead or five years ahead. Uh, try and see where things are I wouldn't say path of least resistance but you know if there's great opportunity follow great opportunity don't get stuck in you know trying to trudge through you know miles of mud when there's a bridge you know right over there Sort of <laughs> right. thing. Um, yeah and keep the other thing I always try and keep in perspective that I see that I've seen a number of people do is uh, you know School and degrees aren't the end goal. Like getting done with, you know, undergrad or graduate school, or you know, any sort of milestone, isn't the goal necessarily. It's just the the tool you need to do the job later. Um, that's the perspective I've tried to keep in mind as I was considering whether I wanted to go to graduate school or not, or you know, really anything. Like evaluate it: what is it going to do for you, and how will it enable your your future goals?
2: Cool, great advice. Um... And again, knowing knowing you've been in your fellowship just a short amount of time, um why would you recommend a NASA NPP fellowship to others? I would recommend it uh for
0: even though there's a lot of bureaucracy, it comes with a lot of freedom. Um you're able to pursue what you want, think about, you know, what you would like to to study and work on. Um there, like i said it's it's NASA, it's a government agency. there's going to be some you know hoops you have to jump through to do it, but you'll be able to do it and meet a lot of amazing people and yeah it's it's a fantastic opportunity
2: well and i've and I've heard this you've said something I've heard in almost all of the interviews I've done with folks is there's this freedom like I have this idea <laughs> and yeah, exactly it's, to be able to yeah. pursue that idea to its next logical point, if there is one, or, you know, to follow it through to an end or to a next stage seems to be a great part of that culture.
0: Yeah, yeah, especially, yeah, being able to work with people who are also, who like to, you know, who have some big ideas and like to think big and, you know, bounce ideas off of them. There's just, it's a, you know, it's, it's a fantastic opportunity.
2: Awesome. Um, last question. Yeah. What brings you joy, Dr. Johnson? What brings me joy? What brings you joy? Ooh, I
0: think learning, um, or finding out, you know, a cool, you know, facet of an interesting topic or like under like having that little light bulb click when I understand something, I think that's one of the things that, you know, it piques my interest and I want to go on a deep dive, uh, and learning about something right now. The The NPP symposium is going on. And I, I just saw a talk earlier today about precipitation and the photosynthetic response of plants, stuff I don't work on at all. But it was just like, wow, that's so cool that you can, there's so much to know about anything. Um, right, and that's right. something that can always, you know, bring me a little bit of happiness, learning something new or, you know, hearing about someone's passions.
2: Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I love that answer. Um, Dr. Sam Johnson, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you so much. I'm glad I I was able to be here and it was a pleasure getting to talk to you.
1: You too. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Thank you for listening to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. To learn more about any of the topics discussed by our experts, visit www.orau.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, at ORAU. And on Instagram, at O-R-A-U together. If you like Further Together, the O-R-A-U podcast, we would appreciate you giving us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews will help more people find the podcast.